Can you hear us, Queen Mom? Yeah, I can hear you guys all just fine, even Hal. So, okay, super. Something, something must be going on Hal's end. It's yep. always Hal's end. I mean, really, yep. literally, it is always Hal's end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have a dongle? No, I just have, I just have my end. Did you get that checked out? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Clash Guys, I doubted you for the things you chose not to do. It's November 16th, 2016, and this is The Clash Files. I'm Rancid Meat, and today I'm joined by Lobla. Hey, how's it going? And as always, Halligan. Hello again. We also have the dynamic duo returning to the show, Queen Mom from Cosair Maniacs. Hi, guys. And Chuck from the Phantom Zone. What's happening? Excellent. Glad to have you guys here. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Yeah, happy to be back. Yeah, good to be back on the microphone after a, a, a week off from laryngitis and uh, hospital mm-hmm. stays, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later. So, uh, yeah, Hal, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experiences with the sunflower seed and how it got the better of you? Oh, dude, I, you know, here's the thing is, is that I was, I, 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 I'm old enough to need trifocals and I've been smoking since I was 16. I quit smoking and figured, you know what, I'm going to chew on sunflower seeds to keep, uh, just keep my my oral fixation under control um it's been going great by the way it's been uh, uh about six weeks without a cigarette so um i'm very proud about that um however smoking never put me in the hospital and i happened to be uh a mouthful of sunflower seeds when i was talking on the phone and somebody said something that startled me and i had a sharp inhale and a, a cracked open sunflower seed went right into my lungs right into my lungs Jeez. so uh yeah it was uh that, that put me in the hospital so don't quit smoking folks it'll put you in the hospital <laughs> they had to stick a, a camera down into my lungs uh and suck the thing out so i'm fine but that caused laryngitis for our next uh, uh recording session so uh apologize about that but uh yeah, so maybe my, my, my dulcet golden pipes will uh, sound better now that I'm an ex-smoker, but uh, might have to endure some more hospital stays. We'll see. <laughs> well, I'm right behind you, Hal. i got to quit myself. So good for you, and, and keep it up. Right on. I'll be an inspiration. Or something. <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, so you got to ask, Hal, did that impact your uh, clash game at all? Um, yes, I was able to, because... I went to the emergency room and they immediately said, well, we've got to admit you, they're going to do this procedure tomorrow. Um, so, uh, I get a lot of time to clash in the waiting room, in the ER, in the, uh, overnight hours of the hospital. I probably went through, oh gosh, I probably had, you know, the funny thing is, is that I didn't hit any personal break timers, which I was surprised about because it was the most I've clashed in a, a long time. Got a couple of levels on my uh, my AQ, got a uh, uh, bunch of stuff in the lab. So, yes, it did impact it in a positive way. <laughs> Excellent. Were you using their uh, – was it free Wi-Fi or did you have to use your data? No, they blocked – the hospital blocks clash. I had to use my data. Oh. Um, I was I was thinking that the hospital's Wi-Fi was, was too slow for – clash but it 
was uh, actually blocking it. So I couldn't uh, I couldn't text my wife either through uh, Google Hangouts, which is what our our usual chat app between the two of us is. Uh, if I was connected to hospital Wi-Fi, they blocked that. What's the point of having free Wi-Fi if you can't use it? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Check your email and then get get out of Dodge. Yeah. So Hal got a little bit uh, of clashing done and got a few upgrades going. Uh, what about you, Lobla? You're still riding the Town Hall Nine with. The Loblaw account. Yeah, yeah. So I just put my king down to 28, uh, actually a few days ago. And so um, he'll be waking up in a little bit. Um, it's just inching along closer to 30, 30 heroes. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. You, yeah. You remember remember those days, Ran? 30, 30 heroes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't that long ago, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the biggest news for me okay. for, uh, for the upgrades. Yeah. How about you, Chuck? Where are you in the game? Um, let's see. I, I've been Town Hall 11 for a while now. Um, I, I, basically the beginning of my Town Hall 11 life was nothing except for elixir farming for the warden. So I got him maxed pretty quick. Um, but I'm still pretty far behind on defenses and troop upgrades. So I got a long ways to go there. I just got my eagle to level two. So that's nice. Nice. Um, so yeah, just, uh, now it's the slow ride. Heroes are maxed, so... Everything else is, uh, can just happen as it happens. Well, how long have you been an 11 now? Uh, I think I went somewhere around April or so. Okay, so not that long. I mean, five months? Not that long. And I had, yeah, and I've had my Warden Max for at least two months now, so. Okay. And what about you, Queen Mom? Um, I have my, um, King at 40, my Queen's at 36, and unfortunately... I'm upgrading my town hall to 11. Mm. <laughs> oh, really? You pushed the button, huh? I did push the button. Yeah, I, I mean, I have everything else maxed except uh, my my queen and um, um, I think a, a spell. And I had my gobs in the lab because they were like the last thing I really cared about. My, my goblins are still level five. I was debating. Uh, yeah, that's what mine were. And so I put them in the lab so I can get those done. And then after they got done, I realized that there was another level. Yep. <laughs> so, so I had to start them again. And Bones I, would be so disappointed in I us. I know, I know, I know. Him and his gobs. But yeah, I never really had any use for him. But I just wanted to, you know, at least get pretty much everything maxed before I went to 11. Um, so I got all my walls are done. I am so glad about that, except for the new 25 that I'll be getting at town hall 11. So, but that's about where I'm at. Okay. Well, those walls shouldn't really take you that long once you've gotten the other stuff done there. I, I don't know the 25 walls, even maxing your walls to the, to the magmas at 10. I didn't wait for that and it didn't seem to really hurt me. It's, uh, you got enough stuff to upgrade, and by the time right. you know you get your defenses close, you can run four builders on your, you know, the defensive upgrades, and uh, you know by the time the lab gets done, you're pretty much done your walls. But no, that's really good, Queen. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how I do at eleven. I'm, I might freak out. Nah, I think you have a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be fun. the little guy here at ten pretty soon. Huh. So I'm going to be stuck as the little guy at 10 pretty soon. Although it's funny, um, 
in, in Noble Hero, we have had so many people, and I've mentioned this for months. I mean, we were we were a clan when I went to Town Hall Ten. There was mm, maybe two elevens, three tens, and the rest were all nines. We are now so heavy on nine point fives and tens because everybody got to the the upgrade point at the same time. We've got mm. a couple. More people pushing the button, uh, so it's a, it's just a really interesting dynamic where I'm sitting at the top of the map next to the elevens. Mm-hmm. I guess I am. I guess w- when you look at it, I have. Um, I went up in March and I'm at an eighty. I just went bumped up to an eighty-eight weight. Um, so I guess I'm pretty heavy as a ten, but uh, it's uh, it's like I said, it's an interesting dynamic. Well, I think that you really enjoy the warden uh, for as dumb as he looks. It- <laughs> It is a fun troop to use, you know, that, that, you know, be able to play that, that invulnerability card and hopefully get it right so that, uh, you know, your, your raids are successful, but. I, I think my problem will be when I first start using him and he has his ability is I'll totally forget about his ability. <laughs> it's just, that, you know, happen. it will just be another, you know, hero that I have to watch, you know, as the yep. attacks playing out. So it's just, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes for me. Now, Chuck, do you do air raids every once in a while, or do you do a lot of air raids? Every, every once in a while, I will fail at an air raid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about where I've I I've been am. trying, and it's been, it's been tough. Yeah. When you do your air raids, do you forget to put your warden on air? Or after <laughs> your air raid, do you forget to take him off air and wonder why he gets slaughtered so quick by the air defenses? <laughs> you know, I... I've seen Big Dog do that, that a bunch of times, and I think that's that scared me into not forgetting that. So I don't think I've forgotten it yet, but it's you know it's probably been you know five or less air raids that I've done with him. So I have seen I that happen that quite often. Yeah, I've done I've it a half a dozen times. Easy, yeah. It's it's just what the heck is going on here? And then you finally you clue in. And it's oh oh yeah, great, good job. <laughs> I think it's one more thing that you have to add to the list that you check on that uh, pre attack screen. The flight check? Yep. Yeah. 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 Make sure you don't crash and too burn. Bad that, too bad they didn't have the little tiny button, you know, when you're actually doing your war attack and say, oops, I need to put them to air or something. And right. Just click that little button. I don't know. Queen Mom right wants the there. mulligan button. That's yeah. right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, yeah, everything's kind of going along. It's been five weeks since the update, and there's been a lot of changes in the game. Uh, the way people are playing is a little different. Base building is a little different. Uh, even how the matchups are working with uh, the friendly challenge matchups. Uh, we've had a few of those in the family now, and they've been pretty fun. Uh, I mean, they all seem to be a success as far as everybody now gets to have the fun that they wanted to have. Um, not worrying about, you know, whether or not they're actually going to match the clan that you're trying to match or anything like that. But, um, I don't know. Have you guys noticed anything specific that, uh, as far as any of the, the update goes that you wanted to talk about? Well, from the greenhouse perspective, uh, you know, we were anxiously watching, um, and dealing with the, uh, the bomb tower. Um, and for the most part, it really hasn't affected a lot of strategies. Um, you know, like we're just, uh, there was a lot of, you know, mass hog raids that are 
just as effective it's just it almost is easier because it you know helps you determine exactly where you're going to put one of your heels and now especially with the single bomb or the single giant bombs not having that you know or the big of a damage percentage boost that they used to have like the hogs are still pretty effective at our level okay well you know the one thing that with dbf being an eight that i was kind of concerned about it was whether or not the the new level of dragon would be more than what your poisons could deal with your level two and then the max level that you might get uh, level four but even yeah that, well, I, I haven't really noticed that much of a difference when you're dealing with it yeah and you have to realize a lot of times too when at least the greenhouse when they're running wars um you know only the people that are participating in the war can donate troops and they may not have that super high level dragon if we're only going like a low town hall nine as like the the number one on the map mm-hmm. so and, and also the these folks at the greenhouse are just getting so proficient at cc kills it wouldn't really matter i mean they're they're just ripping them apart and they're just using really good solid fundamentals of you know spreading out archers distracting the dragons there's nights where people will just practice cc kills you know and you just run them over and over and over again and you get all these reps in and um and, and i think that kind of negates the power of uh, of a giant dragon, especially at Town Hall Eight. Like those troops can handle it pretty good. Heck, I still worry about those at uh, Town Hall Ten. Yeah, we've got yeah. these uh, all of these ground attacks where the the you're, you've got bowlers or what have you. The queen is about the only thing that's shooting at air troops. Um, every attack is is at, at Town Hall Ten uh, or two starring at Town Hall Eleven. You just don't have the time to get through the right. whole base mm-hmm. um, to take uh, take it to the corner and kill it. So uh, I think maybe the, the dragons have made more of an effect on the higher level uh, attacks because the poisons are just not so effective mm-hmm. and the attacks are not using... Uh, uh, for example, I took... And I just keep failing at war after war, attack after attack. Attack, but one thing that I did to try to help um, was dropped a few of my bowlers uh, in a, uh, I think it was a, a hybrid minor bowler attack, um, dropped a few bowlers for wizards so that they would uh, it, at least target the the uh, balloon dragon CC that I knew I was facing. Yeah, I need to start doing that because I've been having the same trouble, Hal. It's, I've been getting slaughtered by clan castles lately yeah yeah i mean everything the the mine the, the most powerful troops the miners yes they were nerfed but they're still powerful the bowlers they're, they're it's still powerful uh uh valks still powerful but none of them can target the the air cc's i think supercell has really really pushed uh we were talking about the the warden on air or ground they're they're really pushing the air focus for these attacks and uh i i just i haven't really seen it to the the extent i've tried a couple air attacks and i guess i maybe i should try a little bit more because if i'm going to fail i might as well fail on something that should work better but um we'll see how that goes well i can see some of the nines in k2 are, are doing air attacks and they're doing really well with them i did about two weeks worth of practice with them and uh, it was very frustrating, and I think the best I ever got was a ninety-two percent on uh, an eleven. But that's still pretty darn impressive these I, days. That was once. That doesn't really count, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I again, I see that the air has potential. I just wish that I could work with it better, and I got to watch more on on specifically air. I spent a couple of days just watching nothing but air view, YouTube videos to see how to deal with the stuff and. 
Freshie's been doing really good with air in uh, in K two as well as an eleven. Either dragons and loons or the 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 lava loon. Uh, he seems to manage to to do really well, and I know Grumpy Troll's been playing with it out in the wild quite a bit. Yeah, so. and so is uh, so is Malthael. He's been uh, running a lot of air attacks, uh, just trying to get uh, get something down. I think that the eleven on eleven three star game is more possible at this point in time than the ten on ten. He was always good with air, though. I mean, he always a lot of the replays that I saw that he did, he was crushing bases with air. I remember him actually managing to get the uh, the five lightning uh, EQ to do the to kill the clan castle, get the queen. He got an inferno and I think a blower on one base. And then oh yeah, I remember that one. Is that was just the moment of glory for insane yeah absolutely insane <laughs> kill the clan castle before any troops come before he starts his attack yeah takes out the clan castle queen and inferno and a blower I, I he may have taken out two infernos on that if i if i'm not mistaken but uh it was it was <laughs> I, sh- I should uh look back on that and see if i can uh, uh replicate it at some point so yeah what about uh you, Queen Mom, what's maybe the, the biggest change that you've noticed for yourself in the last five weeks? I don't know if it's for myself, but, I mean, I would have to agree with you guys when you guys are talking about the air attacks are coming back. Because I know that my guys, as Town Hall 9s, they've actually been um, doing air attacks and wars, and they've been killing it again. So that's about the only thing that I could see that's actually come back that has benefited some of my town hall nines. Okay. Well, let's, uh, now that we've done a little bit of catch up and how we feel for the last few weeks, uh, let's get into some clash files, family news. Um, first off, we might as well start with some of the biggest changes here. We've got a couple of leadership changes and, uh, maybe we can start with Loblaw here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I am stepping down as the, the leader of the of Kent Greenhouse here and uh, passing over the reins to Fish and Chips. It's nothing nothing secretive about it at all. It's just one of those things when, you know, real life gets in the way and work is just getting a little bit intense and I'm just not having the time to put in, you know, meaningful leadership. You know, I'll, I'll log on real quick to donate troops here and there, but I'm not giving as much advice and guidance as I would like to do. And I'm just not able to contribute, and I'm not in there chatting. And, you know, if, if I had my choice, I'd be chatting in there all night. But I just log in, log out, and I, I don't feel um, like I'm, you know, really contributing as much as I used to. And so because of that, I figured that, you know, the clan needs somebody who's going to give it its due course. Kent Greenhouse does take a lot of work from both the mentors and the members because of the intense kind of learning environment, you know. So, you know, I, I figured fish was really instrumental in in bringing the twitter uh, up and running and he's he's always excited about different stuff so he felt like the natural transition to to take uh, the leadership mantle you know and uh there's already i think they're starting to you know figure out more arranged war opportunities with other kind of feeder clans and such and those are the things that i just didn't have have the time to kind of put into and and that's really the stuff that the clan deserves you know these these folks work so hard they really have um they really need to have those opportunities to really learn and grow and you learn the fastest by competing against really good players so yeah so i'm uh, i'm taking i'm stepping away from clash uh stepping away from the podcast for a while too so this will be the last episode for for a while here and uh just kind of focusing back in 
in on life and and whatnot. And I have no doubt that I'll be back. This is by no means like a retirement or anything of that nature. Like I I know I'll miss it eventually and I'll come back, but I'll probably just fall into one of the family clans and just really really enjoy playing the game again and um, you know letting other people take this great, amazing, fantastic greenhouse project that we started really to the next level, you know, and uh, make it fresh. And I imagine by the time I come back, the greenhouse is going to look completely different and more evolved than, than when I left it. And that's the exact place where it should be, you know. So it's a little sad to leave, but at the same time, um, the people deserve somebody who's going to be really, really involved. And, and uh, I'm happy to turn that over to Fish. And I have no doubt that he and the other co-leaders and elders are really just going to take it to the next level. Well, I got to thank you for everything that you've done with the greenhouse and for the family, um, your leadership and your wisdom and everything that you've, you've brought to the table here is, is really been a, a benefit to all of us. Um, I'm super glad that you were able to find somebody to take over and look forward to seeing what fish is going to do with, uh, the clan and, and the direction that it's going to go. I hope that it continues on and you guys keep growing. Um, where are you guys now? You must be getting close to level six or seven. We're at level six, and then I think we're on the way to level seven at this point. I mean, it's it's just crazy how fast it's it's growing. Um, and they're I think right now they're they're on a field trip to K Farmhouse with Bones over there. Uh, we when we visited K two, we had so much fun, so they're replicating that at uh, K Farmhouse this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I at some point in time we hope to get fish on. He's uh, over in the UK, oh, yeah. so he's, his timing is its a little difficult for when we record the show, but we'll see if we can do something with him at some point in time. Same with Bones over at uh, K Farmhouse. I'd like to get him on when his schedule allows it just to, you know, as two of the new leaders that are in the family, um, they can talk about their clans and how, you know, they want to kind of set their leadership uh, example. Maybe that is what it is. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, yeah definitely well, have both of them on. I think... Uh, when we figure out what a good time for uh, fish to get on is, uh, we have to do a whole like British invasion. Yeah, yeah. All of our <laughs> all of our members from uh, the UK on. Yeah, maybe yeah. So you can do it. You can do it one of two ways: either do it on the weekend, or make them all go to somebody's house and have like a like a British sleepover or something, and just stay up all night, do each other's hair, and talk to you guys uh, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some of the other leadership changes over in the Phantom Zone family. Uh, Chuck, do you want to talk about those? Uh, sure. So, um, in Phantom Zone Two, Leroy has been the leader there since basically day one of the clan, um, which is over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, he is kind of in the same boat as you, blah blah. He's he took over a new job, and his schedule's getting a little more demanding. So he's still going to be part of the clan, still be active. But uh, he just doesn't feel he can contribute enough to be leader anymore. So he's handed it off to Vadlag, which Vadlag has been mentioned on many, many podcasts mm-hmm. over the years. He's been he's been you know since like day one of Phantom Zone. Um, he may have even been in like House of Valor, House of Zod before that, but he's been kicking around forever. Pretty sure he uh, was. Wasn't he part of uh, Cadmus? Didn't he pop back and forth with Cadmus too? His name has just been around uh, since longer than me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's ever been over to Cadmus, but I mean, he's, I don't know. I mean, he, he was one of the finalists in the first Clash of Clans podcast troop contest with the Hydra. That's been talked about forever. Uh, so. yeah. <laughs> that lag is, uh, he's, you know, I think he holds the record for most times mentioned on a podcast without ever being on a podcast. So, <laughs> well, again, we'll line him up and, 
yeah, well, his dues. Change that one. Yep. I'm sure he'll be interested. He'll, I, I'm actually really interested to hear what he has to say because I've, you know, known him through Clash for uh, well over a year, you know, over two years now, and uh, I've never talked to him in real life. So, like I said, we're, we'll get him on real soon. Um, maybe we can even get uh, Kulu to come on. You can convince him, Queen Mom. I'll kill you. Oh, kill! Is that how it's pronounced? Okay, kill yes, you. Yes, it's it. Kill you dead. Yes. Yeah, kill you dead. It, it, I still, I, I still will always look at it as colluded. But, I did uh, too at the beginning, and then Scuba was like, "No, that's not how it is." So, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, it, 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 fine. So, how is it? <laughs> I, I, I just like. I might name my next. Wait, I'm, I'm uh, snipped. Uh, so I can't name the next. Uh, I'll name my neighbor's kid colluded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll appreciate that L, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I think if he added the second L, then people would get it more. But just with it, it almost looks like diluted with just the one L. Um, so I know right. that's why I, I messed it up. But I think I'm just reading too far into these these screen names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that uh, Kill You Dead would probably do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. He needs some hyphens in there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'm so sorry. Uh, Kent Greenhouse is at level seven now. Okay, um, super. Which is even more astounding. Seven on the way to eight. Yeah. Nice. And you guys have been going since, was it January? February. Right? February. February, okay, February, February 20th. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was early February at least, but okay. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a great run. You guys are just racking up the experience. It's, you'll be level yeah. 10 and have those... Uh, Level six dragons to offer in no time. <laughs> um, some of the other things that have been going on. We had the Clash Babes uh, Breast Cancer Awareness War since the last time we recorded. And one of the other events, that was actually a great success. We raised a bunch of money. Um, Hal, do you have a figure? Do you know how much money was raised? I don't because uh, most of it was through uh, buying the T-shirts. And uh, I know that Sue's Helen Wheels was uh, really the one that was was spearheading the T-shirts. My wife was really happy when uh, all of a sudden a T-shirt showed up with boobs in capital letters um, at at the house. But uh, it's it's all for a good cause. And you you know that CFF is suckers for good causes. So um, it was a great war. Um, I, I, I think... And you'd have to go back to our last episode. I think when Don Blonde was uh, streamed the first part of it, and I was able to stream the second part of it. And uh, that being said, I couldn't tell you who won. <laughs> pretty sure the babes beat us, but uh, I can't remember. Oh, I'm pretty sure we got face stomped. They yeah. graciously beat us, I, I yeah. must say. They were really good about uh, kicking the crap out of us. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we were motorboated to death and uh, enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> yep. uh, Queen Mom, the Halloween event that you put on. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. Well, you go right ahead yeah. then. <laughs> All right. So, Kosar decided on um, hosting a uh, Halloween event, just something fun for the whole CFF family. And um, we wanted to do something kind of crazy but kind of fun all at the same time so we decided to do a trick-or-treat comp and we had to use a uh, discord bot to either do or flip a coin and the heads was a 
trick comp of five witches, ten goblins, and one skelly spell. And, and then the tree comp, if you were to flip tails, it was any troop comp of your choosing. So, um, and I wanted to give a shout out, and this was one of my shout outs, was for Goblin Slayer for helping me put the um, uh, match together with um, trying to make it equal on both sides. And it was pretty much equal on both sides because I think that we tied at the end 103 to 103. So I just, I just, I think that everybody really enjoyed themselves and had lots of fun with it. Damn you, sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah. And we lost by a sunflower seed. <laughs> We've, we, we decided that. Yes. Because, because <laughs> we had Kosar Maniacs on one side and then we used the wall, which is, um, um, Kosar's event clan. And, and of course, Halligan was over at Kosar and Ugh. that's when he got the sunflower seeds stuck in his throat. I was, yes. <laughs> so, I w- he, so he couldn't attack. So we just kind of looked at it as we lost by one sunflower seed. <laughs> I was I was on the way to the hospital when yeah. uh, war was ending. Rancid, how long have we been playing this game together? Oh, geez. three years, four years. Uh, it'll be going on three years in March, April. I have missed I have missed a grand total of two war attacks, and that was one of them by yeah. a sunflower seed. So I feel <laughs> horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, and I, I had forgotten that fact of the whole, I, I obviously being in the hospital and having something shoved into your lungs kind of puts the game to the back burner, but here, here the discussion brings it back to the front. Oh yeah, I feel awful. So what, <laughs> uh, basically what... what you're saying is uh, if the ward ended later, you could have gotten your attack in after having that thing vacuumed out of your lung. Yeah, well, no. If it would have, if it would have ended while I was being admitted and had all of the time to attack for all these boosting section sessions, I would have been fine. Okay, <laughs> that's why I asked if the sunflower seed impacted your your clashing because I knew you missed that attack. <laughs> I like I said, Chuck. I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot about that until I'm listening to Queen Mom talk about the the tie. I'm like, oh crud. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the tiebreaker on that one. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. No, but I mean, it was such a fun war. I, get, I think it just didn't matter. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, everybody was having a great, great time. So, I mean, we'll just keep doing events like that again. Yep. And so. it, what else have we got to do on Halloween evening? Right. Uh, you know, after the kids are have gone out before the sun is set. Yep. Yep, I agree. And, and you know, I just, with that war, too, I, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, you know, we did, I think we did, what, a 20, a 22-hour prep and a 24-hour war? I can't Something remember. Like that, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, all the parents and everybody had plenty of time to, you know, go trick-or-treating with their kids and not have to worry about, you know, being late for an attack or anything like that. I just want to just, you know, to where everybody can go have fun with their kids and then come back and not have to worry about, you know, running late on attacks. So, but it worked out great. Excellent. Um, what else have we got here? The calendar, uh, some of the upcoming events that are going on. 
Uh, right now, the Raided is in a match, a random match with North Watchers. And on November 18th, in a couple of days, they'll be up against Warren Glory. Uh, Kent Greenhouse against Kent Farmhouse is on the 18th. And they are also against CC Disorientated on the 25th. And then Noble Hero is going up against Cold September on December 9th. Uh, Hal's just put in that Noble Hero is going for its 200th win and level 11 this coming weekend. Um, what else have we got here? Congrats. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's... going to be. We, we actually did a, uh, a 15 person war. Uh, tonight we just spun for fifteen uh, member war so that we wouldn't get the required uh, experience uh, and and trying to coordinate it so that if we win uh, this this the short war which is against a German F, uh, fair play clan uh, going to be a tough tough goal but I think that our guys are going to pull it off um, so that will be one ninety nine. Without the experience, it gets two hundred, and then uh, our our next war will be our two hundredth win, as well as the experience that we need for uh, level eleven. That is really good. Nice, that's, that's a big achievement. Oh, and, yeah. and it's nice it, to it have is. both those milestones all at once. Well, that was the thing is, is there was a lot of discussion about whether we were going to just because we had we had close to thirty people opted in, we had to drop it by half. <laughs> and were we was it worth it? We were risking losing this war and and dropping our seven win streak and not getting the two hundredth win. And it, but it's like you know what? What's what's the point? Right? We might as well try. Might as well try it. What's the worst that happens is that we wait another day to get to two hundred. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. No, in the grand scheme of things, that level eleven isn't going to get you any more uh, gold in your coffers or exactly. levels in your troops quite yet. So, no, that's really good. Um, some of the other things that are kind of constantly going on: uh, Kent Greenhouse on the weekends is welcoming any and all town halls to come for a war with them. Uh, you guys over in the Phantom Zone Two are running out of the box wars all of the time. Is that correct, Chuck? It is. Yeah. So the um... The idea being that uh, people in Phantom Zone 2 can war with heroes down. So there's a little less pressure to win, but they want to keep more people opted in and, and uh, you know, keep racking up the experience with larger wars. Okay. That's a great, yeah, that's a great way to do things. And and we, it's it's funny because Noble Heroes is sitting at 50 members darn near all of the time, but we're, we're struggling to get, uh, uh, 30 member wars because so often and our guys have got heroes down. Maybe I should start kicking them out and saying, go to Phantom Zone 2. Go war. <laughs> go yeah, war they there. want. They're, 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 wel- they're welcome. I mean, we've had the same problem. Um, you know, everybody's realized that, that your heroes are the most important thing in the game and they're just right. grinding heroes all the time. So they just constantly have heroes down unless you want to spend big money, right? So... It's uh we've we've had trouble we've had you know half of our clan has heroes down all the time half of their clan does so it's it has been trouble uh, tough getting getting larger wars mm-hmm. so this was kind of a way to to um you know relieve the pressure there a little yeah that's great we've been kind of tossing around getting a whole family clash files family history of all the clans and putting it all together and uh, it was really interesting to see that uh, the out-of-the-box wars uh, is what increased the uh, win percentage for Phantom Zone back in the day. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it, it, 
it really got us all away from doing goat wipe, right? I mean, some of us were already doing three-star track strategies, but people were just in their comfort zone. So forced mm-hmm. them to, to move into um, um, more productive attacks. They learn quick, right? So, And that's uh, where those out-of-the-box wars, it gives you the, 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 the confidence to say YOLO! Mm-hmm. And exactly. every once in a while, yeah. that YOLO really takes off. And it breaks the monotony. It makes things more fun. It really, it really is a good idea. Mm-hmm. PZ two was pretty much uh, the most laid back place that's uh, I've ever seen for a clan. You guys are just really relaxed over there and a lot of fun. When I had DBF over there as a town hall four, or was it a five? Now he's a massive uh, town hall eight. <laughs> yeah, went along quick. Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, one of the other things that is just sort of in its infancy, but. Uh, in K2, we're, well, I shouldn't say were, uh, again, being the figurehead, um, the people in K2 uh, are arranging what they're calling a lottery mayhem friendly challenge war. Uh, this may be something that we actually do a couple of times a month, um, depending on the war cycles and things like that, but we'll just do a friendly match, even sides, and you'll just have a random number generator that pulls who you're going to attack out of the clan. Um, and then points are awarded based on the number of stars. And then if you uh, duplicate or you get a duplicate number pulled out of the random generator, then your goal being to better the stars or better the time on the, the three star, if you can. Um, again, being awarded points and just for a little bit of uh, out-of-the-box fun. Uh, doing something a little different with wars and you know not worrying too much about what the end result is a because it's a friendly challenge and b um you know at once now that we've hit level 10 we've gotten a little bit more relaxed with our wars maybe um we're still doing the same frequency but uh they're smaller again because either we've got people out for um you know personal stuff or just heroes down or we're just choosing to run a smaller war to see what uh we can do with it um, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on in K2, I guess. Sounds um, interesting. Well, yeah. it, it sounds like a lot of fun. First, even, uh, Barky kind of put this idea together and I said, sure, you guys go ahead and run with it. I, I can't help much in the next couple of days, but I'll, uh, make sure that we at least give it a try and see what happens. Um, I, why not experiment a little bit and see if maybe we can, uh, do something that's turns out to be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Did I miss any of the... Oh, yes, I did, actually. It was one thing that I did miss. Um, for what it's worth, I mean, we supported boobs last month. Um, we can at least support Movember this month and, you know, prostate cancer and all that kind of good stuff. Because, um, you know, nobody loves prostate cancer. And No, no. <laughs> There's nothing good about buttholes. No, no, there's nothing good about buttholes, but we should support them anyways. That's that's all there is to it. Well, you know, it's funny because the last time that I was involved in a, in a Movember fundraiser, it was strictly about uh, prostate cancer awareness. Uh, and if, for those of you who are not familiar with the Movember, Movember Foundation, uh, you can check it out at Movember.com. That's M-O-V-Ember. Um, And they've changed their focus towards stopping men from dying young. It's not strictly prostate cancer. They look at uh, testicular cancer as well as uh, uh, suicide 
prevention. So it's it's a good it it it, it really is a good uh, foundation to support. Um, <laughs> and it, it it's how about I put it this way? It's a much better foundation to support than the mustache that I can grow <laughs> because I'm scaring <laughs> a lot of people as uh, like a, a child molester or something like that with the the, uh, the 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 garbage that I put on my face. But uh, I, I do it. We do not have a team set up yet, but uh, I'm hoping that we do get one. Uh, I I left. Uh, unfortunately, I left my uh, my co-leader River Rambo in in charge of uh, setting that one up. And it hasn't happened yet, so uh, uh, I don't know if he's uh, what he's got going on. But uh, we'll we'll get something set up and uh, tweeted out, what have you. So if you if if you are moved to support such a foundation, then uh, feel free. Otherwise, I'm I thought that we had a war set up with Clearly Confused or or one of the clans uh, from the Clearly Confused family in order to support this, but I haven't heard anything on that either. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll tweet it out. Keep uh, checking out at the clash files on uh, Twitter. We'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. I know, uh, river said that, uh, he was busy until about Thanksgiving day or the day after. So you might hear from him and things will just take off from there. So, um, there you go. yeah, we'll see if we can put something together, but again, just to, uh, get on that support and, and if there's anything you can do for them, go right ahead and the one I will mention it this last time until the new year, uh, the new Patreon site, it's www.patreon.com forward slash the Clash Files podcast. Um, the support has been outstanding in the last little while. We've gotten a lot of help, and we're at the point now where we're paying for the show to keep it up and pay for the hosting, pay for the websites, all that kind of good stuff, making sure that that's going to keep up month to month. And because I'm mentioning it now, I'd like to actually mention the the subscribers or the the, the supporters that we've got here. Um, I said a while ago that I, on our first show back that I would try and get the names in, and I got the, the list finally. So I'm gonna start off with um, thanking Sids. Where I I don't even know Sids as far as what clan he's in. Do you guys know? Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Well. Yeah. Great player, great player. He I, was one of my one of my guests on the on the show a while back. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry, I missed that one. I'll have to go back because and listen. Um, he has far and away is our biggest supporter at this time, at least this month. And I really want to thank him specifically for helping out. And then everybody else that I mention here, it's in no specific order. It's just the Clash Files chaos doesn't matter how much you've pledged uh, again we really appreciate every single dollar every single penny that you give because we know that uh, you know charity is is it, it has to go a long way um, Edmund or yeah Edmund Dantes from k2 uh, Brian V if it's not a game name I'll just go with the first letter and or first name and the initial um, Michael W. Uh, Oscar Cat, uh, Queen Mom, thank you so much. You're uh, welcome. Oh, goodness, is that how you get on the show? <laughs> we talked about that earlier no. in chat, and it had something about to do with uh, jobs and hands. 
Don't ask oh jeez. <laughs> Rand started that all. I just like, I'll just go with it. If you have a job in order to be able to donate and hands in order to push the button, then I get it. I, I see where you're going with that one. Okay, okay. Yep. <laughs> Devin M, another one of our great sponsors. Uh Joe K. Uh we got Anthony. Uh Jamie W. Uh DD or Diamond Dog or Nighthawk, um, as she's known in K2. Uh, Pseudo, uh, Handsome Bald Man or HBM, and Elizabeth L are some of our current supporters. And thank you very much. We really appreciate it. You're really helping out a lot. Yeah, it really does go a long way. And especially with the, the, a lot of transitions and trying to reboot the show, uh, the <laughs> the back channel communications on on the PayPal card and new Patreon and all of that stuff and that we're our website is going down and we can't afford to do a new uh, podcast. The, those things, just the the screaming in text behind the scenes, are starting to subside because of you donators. So thank you very very much. All right, so. There's really not much Clash news that has been going on since the update which was really released, other than a couple of things that we decided not to talk about. Um, <laughs> and now but that they're they're fixed, we can talk about them. Yeah, I think we can talk about them now since they are fixed. There was two glitches in the game over the last five weeks, I guess, uh, concerning the barracks and the troop creations. Um, First off was where you could uh, play with the Q and use barbarians to force troops to be created in four seconds, and you could fill CCs in you know, a 40-man war or a single person could fill the CCs in about 25, 30 minutes, <laughs> which uh, how, how much did you guys enjoy that? The, I mean, being able I to create armies super yeah, fast that, was awesome. that way. <laughs> that one, I, I used the crud out of that one, and uh, it, it was perfect. It was, I boosted Spell Factory. And and just spend the the only problem in my mind with it was is that I didn't check chat as often as I should and wouldn't donate because yep. you had to be <laughs> you had to be Johnny on the spot with okay move the bar 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 and during the whole time that you're trying to get the army going so that was the the only drawback as far as I was concerned um, but it was it, it I loved that particular one <laughs> yeah no that was yeah, I got, uh, what's that I, I got a lot of upgrades done during that glitch <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i heard about your upgrades queen mom yeah i mean the I, doing my walls during the glitch was awesome i think i got 30 some walls done within the glitch and then got my Barbarian King to max during. Well, the was that during that first glitch or the second one that Rancid was going to bring up? Oh, is that the second one? Well, maybe the second... I didn't know about the first one. The first yeah, one you was where you moved the barbarian to to get your troops. So basically, it only took four seconds to create a single troop. Didn't matter what it was. The second. Oh, I didn't. Glitch. No, I didn't mess around with that one. Oh, okay. I messed around. Yes, the the, the one, one gem glitch. Yeah, and I didn't. <laughs> I, here's the thing: is is that I couldn't. It, the 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 second one I wasn't able to master like I, I had to watch the video twice and then I couldn't still figure it out so I stopped I everybody playing did. around with it 
but everybody else shot past me as far as upgrades and oh. all this stuff. So yes, somebody who is who is intimate with the second one, go ahead and explain it, Rancid. Then somebody else can uh, talk about their experiences with it. Okay, my understanding <laughs> was that you you made a wall breaker, and then you started a golem, and then you went and you did a raid and emptied your camp, whatever you had in your camps, just drop it all. And then when you come back, you had to use. The troop that you wanted, I that's this part. See, I never did it. I, I, yeah, I did, did it. Okay, let's, I let's let uh, Queen Mom explain it. Okay, then. yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, now I had to go and make a a list and did bullet points and shared it with so many people because they were so confused on it. Yeah, so, see, I couldn't figure it out. So <laughs> maybe if so I was in Coast Guard, I, I would have understood it. But all I knew. What I did is that when you first started out, you had to make a full camp of, let's say, goblins. And you had, once they were full, your camps were full, then you started a golem. No. No, you put the troop that you want to mass produce. So I did Valks. So I did a Valk, and while my camps were full, I let her finish and then once she finished and she was sitting there ready to come out i would put a golem in front of her and then you of course a golem takes five minutes so you had to go raid before that golem you know finishes up so you go do the raid with your troop of goblins and then you come back and then you take a wall breaker you put it in in the middle of the mass troop that you were using, which was a Valk that I used, and then the Golem. And then once you had the wall breaker in between the Valk and the Golem, you deleted the Golem, and then you hit the one gem. Hmm. And then after you hit the one gem, you got your 29, 30 Valks all in your camps for free. Yeah, so for and the then, cost of one troop with one gem but you got to remember during that time you had to put another golem in front of that valk in order to start it all over again or if you didn't finish your raid in time within the five minutes then it just screwed everything and then you had to start with the full these are full camps of goblins or whatever again. Yeah, see, that was that was my problem with this, is I could make it work, like, twice, and then the <laughs> third one would get all screwed up. I'm like, screw this! I just it's boosted everything. Over. Yeah. Well, so, I loved I, it. I, loved I remember it. doing it the first time, and I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. I just got all my camps full in, in you know, ten seconds. So I kept <laughs> doing it for a while, and I'm raiding, and I'm like, wow, my resources are going up really fast. And then it hit me, like, Oh, it doesn't even cost you the elixir to build the army. No, nope. it's, it's completely nope. free. <laughs> yep. It's just yep. one gem. It was it, it was, was crazy. It, no, it wasn't completely free when you look at it. You paid for one valk. Yes, that's right. So but yeah, the one thing that, that I, when I pointed this video out to sort of showed it to the family when I saw it out in the wild, I it took me a couple of days to think about it. But actually, um, for that one valk now. I didn't use it because I was up in Titans 2 and I can't find a base within five minutes, never mind one that I can just spam 29 Valks on. <laughs> right. It just doesn't work. Um, but 
if you looked at it, okay, you now make, let's say you make a, a, a all your camps full of bowlers. Well, donate about 12 of those bowlers or 10 of those bowlers and you're making, because of the level 10, 50% return, about 850 dark on free bowlers. So you were mm-hmm. actually, you could actually not only, you know, save the resources because you were building such cheap armies, but you could actually, by donating, complete your army a little better, you know, throw in some elixir troops so you're not a complete spam. And, uh, you know, like I say, actually be able to make within uh, every army build an, almost another thousand DE is, yeah, I've seen some I of the nines that went up. about that. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, sorry, I didn't let you in hell. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Keep I that wouldn't secret. have made it at all. I would have just been donating dark troops. And you could have gone up by sitting there and doing nothing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to do all that boosting in the hospital. I could have just been donating troops. Yeah. So, again, we're really <laughs> sorry that we didn't bring all that to you at the time, but we didn't want to ruin what was there. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly Here's honest. Here's the thing. is just that, yeah, Supercell, they know about these... Um, we're not going to go ahead and advertise them, uh, the, the glitches, because it's something that was screwed up. It's a bug. It's absolutely a bug. Um, it's an exploit to the game. So we're not going to advertise those one little bit. Whether we use them or not is uh, remains to be seen. But uh, <laughs> don't come looking to us for that kind of information. Yeah, but if you do find that kind of information, come looking for us, I, or at least come <laughs> looking for me. I'm more than happy to take that knowledge and store it away. Amen. Yeah, shout out to the guy who did discover that, because that was a pretty <laughs> elaborate series of events you have to go through in order to make oh, it. Oh my How do you gosh, freak upon yes. that? I mean, like, just, uh, it, yeah, well, that's really good, so. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, um. <laughs> Anything else out of the game specifically that uh, you guys notice? One last thing I wanted to say about the glitch. I think, Queen Mom, you said you did like 14 magma walls in one day, didn't you, with that glitch? Yeah, (laughs) I think I did 14 in one day. Oh, my. That is insane. (laughs) Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I I felt bad because I – who was it? Was it Halligan said something about that when – I think it was for the first glitch that I didn't know about, but I felt bad because I was not donating to people. That was, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. Because I am such a donator, and when I was doing this glitch, I was like, "Oh, I can't donate to you. Or I'm going to screw up my my comp." And and I just and so then I started, you know, I was like, "Well, then I'm just going to go ahead and get my mini account." And make tons of giants or something to donate to people. <laughs> so that's what I decided on doing because I didn't want to ruin my troop comp. Oh, but that's I mean, <laughs> the glitch itself, I mean, I just, I kept going and going for days because I knew this was like the perfect timing to get these walls done. Well, they talked, one of the the old uh, farmer's sayings is, make hay while the sun is shining. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) there were people, I swear that we had people in in Noble Hero that lost sleep, like would stay up all (laughs) stinking night during this uh, uh, glitch. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and then I would get people, you would see chat and all of a sudden, They'd be mad because, oh, my golem came out. Now i got to start. 
that's, so that's what I'd be hearing all the time, and it'd be so mad. So it it was it was a fun time. It well, really was. The the donation thing, what you were talking about there, Queen Mom, was exactly why I I took a look at the numbers and what you could do if people would actually start donating again. Because it seemed like there was maybe about three people in K2 that were donating troops. Everybody else was just sucking them up and, you know, jamming their armies out every minute and a half. It's like, well, you know, okay, if you guys stop completely spamming and maybe make some other troops afterwards, take four minutes or so between your attacks and you could actually make resources while you're sitting there waiting for stuff to brew. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Funny. Oh, I, I said no, not doing that. So that's why I got my mini out, and that's what my mini's been doing in Phantom Zone for the last <laughs> two years. She's there to donate to, to everybody else, donate and myself. Yep, yep. That's what mine does. One of these days, Dead Brofog's troops will actually be worthy enough to donate. I'm still waiting yeah, was, for that day, but Scooby keeps plan. always telling me he's like, "Why don't you work on your Town Hall Nine account?" I'm no. I'm too busy with my 10, and that's what I want to do. So my 9 suffers, but uh, it's still getting used. I mean, I'm donating troops from it, so that's where it's going to be. So maybe once I'm a maxed 11, then I'll start working on my 9. <laughs> well, that's – once the I finished what we had to do at 11 before the update uh, a month and a bit ago – I was working on DBF and getting them up. Now it's just a matter of, you know, five days in the lab for this, five days for that. I figure by the time I finish my defenses and get most of my walls done in another month and a half on, on Rancid, I'll be able to go right back to DBF. And at that point, I should be ready to take it to nine and, you know, spend the next year working on my queen. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess for sort of a topic of discussion, some of the things that, we were talking about, uh, and again, it leads back to how you were talking about the 9.5s and the people that are going up and sort of getting into the new town hall levels, whether it be 10, uh, 9, 11, wherever you are. Um, with the update and the new bomber towers that have come out, there's been a lot of changes even to base weights. Um, I noticed that on DBF, uh, as a defenseless with walls and traps, he went from being a 27 to a 21 after the update. It just dropped that much. On my Rancid account, I think I'm at yeah. uh, about a 106 now, and I was a 109 before the update. Um, and I thought maybe we could look at a little bit into uh, sort of the the weights of some of the the the... I don't know what you would call it, but just the, the different portions of the game and a little bit of what's changed since maybe a year ago, the last time I kind of looked at this when I went to 10, and what really makes a lot of sense when you're you're getting into sort of the new town hall level and where to start. Um, it They seem to have stayed fairly consistent with the point defenses being sort of the lowest weight to add at every town hall level. Mm-hmm. Um, when they introduced the bomber tower, it wasn't until I took a look at this doc, which I'll add into the show notes. I was wondering where those things would fit in, and and they do really fit in um, just above the last point defenses of the expos. Since they dropped a little bit of the weight on the expos, those ended up being even at starter levels for the bomb tower. They end up being just a little bit more than uh, a max, a level five expo at town hall eleven. But they still fit into the the splash damage kind of category definitely yeah they're they're uh before wizard towers and before mortars 
yep. and well below Eagles, Infernos, um, things like that. I liked how this document kind of broke down what your walls are worth. And basically it's, uh, you know, it's only adding 200 per level for your walls as you, I, the math on this is a little weird to understand, but basically each wall piece that you upgrade is worth 0.66 of a single digit out of a thousand. It's worth less than one. And then that's calculated across all the different levels with all the different walls to kind of add it all up. But really what it comes down to is walls, they, this kind of lays it out for me to see for sure that walls are really not that important on your weight. Um, the, the air sweeper is still the, the lowest of everything, which it was, um, air you know, sweepers and air defenses. Uh, yes. The air defenses are, are, where was that? I just wanted to take a look because I, I was, it, it's, it, yeah, being 50 every level. It doesn't matter what level they are. It, they never gain or never go up. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, doing those two is, uh, as we were talking about in clan chat, do the air defense, do your blowers, uh, your Teslas. They, they basically, they are out of all of the point type defenses. They remain the heaviest across all their levels. They never actually decrease as some of the, the archer towers and the cannons um, and some of the other defenses do. But, for the damage that they do, I still think that they're worth the early upgrade at uh, 9, 10, and 11. Mm-hmm. Especially with them adding the, the new cool-looking ones at 11. Um, I'm just taking a look here. Again, this doc that uh, you guys can take a look at once you uh, are... As yeah, this is all show. from... The, the, let's give the shout-out to uh, allclash.com. Uh, that's where we're getting all this information from. They're a real good source for for behind-the-scenes t- type of stuff so they talk about uh, strategies base designs etc um so check them out that's where we're getting all of this information from is a cheat sheet that he put together so one of the ones that we were talking about a little bit in the pre-show was uh the hidden bombs upgrading all of your hidden bombs is worth more than a level one inferno and just how that got under your skin chuck <laughs> <laughs> it drives me crazy like whoever Whoever decided that was going to weigh that much is seems like they could have never played the game before. Um, well, just and back this again is, here, again, yeah, so I, if you upgrade all it. your your small bombs to max, that's worth more than all of your hidden Teslas to max. So four max hidden Teslas are worth the same as six level six bombs. That is bananas. Actually, here, here we're talking. Are you talking Town Hall ten max or Town Hall uh, uh, eleven max? Um, Town Hall 11 max, or level 9 in, uh, Teslas. So nine. you're looking at, let's, uh, I'm just going to round here, uh, 3,000 for level 1, uh, 25, 26, so another uh, 5,000 for 2 and 3, so we're at 8,000, so you're about 12,000 for uh, level 4 Tesla. So that's yeah, so 12,000 for Oh, no, you're talking Inferno. Thing. You're talking Inferno Tower, right? Inferno Tower. My, my apologies. Um, that's what you were talking about, wasn't it? I well, I'm, I changed to- topics. That now I've realized that the <laughs> Tesla's is, is there too. <laughs> They're on the well, same page. Let, let, me, let me put it this way: If you could trade all your small bombs in your base for a level one Inferno Tower, would you do it? Yes, I. I would. You would. On my defenseless, yeah, yes, because oh, maybe for a defenseless, absolutely. 
but the thing is is that it, they pay play such an important role as you're increasing your base so like at, at your town hall six they're the ones that get rid of or town hall four five whatever they're the ones that get rid of the archers and barbarians a uh, single hidden bomb is is going to take out those early tier one troops um so they do make a difference early on if you are going to engineer something maybe that's where you start is don't put those bombs down then you'll have the weight later on to put down an inferno because that that is what's going to make the big difference uh, i we ran a case uh, across a couple of bases that just intrigued me in a few wars ago where you look at the war base it doesn't match the farm base there's all kinds of stuff on the farm base that doesn't exist and the only thing i can figure out is that um at some point in time they stopped editing their war base they just never changed yes. it and that allows yes. them to keep that low weight but still have all those defenses available um for you know defending your loot and building your base and i'm thinking that that once i get all my walls built at 11 then i'll start building all my defenses on my farm base and never drop them on my uh um my war base until we get a clan that just irks me and That's then interesting. I, i'll be at the bottom of the map know. in a max 11 or some crazy stuff like that i thought i thought that the uh uh, your weight was determined by what was on your farm base. Though. I think that's true. So I think you, I think you would still carry that weight, Rand, even though you don't have the defenses there. Correct. I've seen, I've seen that where a, a base is way high on the map, and we're like, how is that base ahead of that one? And then you look on their farm base, and they have all like you know, expos or infernos that they never dropped. Yeah, because I with 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 ads, I'm so rarely on that one, and uh, recently just dropped a ton of. Uh, uh, like the bomb tower and a bunch of defenses that I've been holding back on dropping. Um, and he, uh, he bumped up the map without me changing my, my war base. So I'm, I'm pr- pretty sure that that's, uh, that counts. I, it, they were matching some of our really low stuff and that's why hmm. it kind of intrigued me, but I'm not at that it, point. It could have changed. Worth that looking was, into. Yeah. That was something I saw a while back. So maybe it's changed. I, it could be, um, but yeah, the the traps all still being low level. I think again, even though what they're worth is a little uh, ludicrous once you add up all of them in comparison to some of the major defenses. Um, two of the things that still shock me that they're like this. I I don't quite get why the witch being it goes from fifteen hundred to forty five hundred, so fifteen three thousand forty five hundred as far as the weight that it carries, and that's just unbelievable for one single troop to carry that much weight that's more than that, any well, five troops would, that are listed would, here. Would, it, it depends on uh oh wow. wow per level per level that's what i say you're talking 1500 then you're talking 3000 then you're talking 4500 and it is so not worth that in war that i would say don't ever upgrade your witches i until you need the bowlers that's i the way i'm running DMF no is that there's no no there's no reason to upgrade your witches and there's it, it, at 
Town Hall 9, what attacks can you think of that use uh, uh, witches? Town Hall 10, there's really no... We thought that witches were going to be made great again uh, <laughs> with this last update, but I'll be... I, I have used them, I've tried everything that I could with them, and can't find a three-star strat with uh, witches. And when you're, when you're adding 3,000 per level... Yeah, on average... They're not worth it. it I... It's not well, even worth dropping the dark witches. barracks. Are I you... have been using witches quite a bit. Town Hall Eleven, I will say that. Uh, well, really? you know, I've been watching good... some some vids, and yeah, the bowler witch strategy. Is, a... There seems yeah. to be something there. It uh, it looks like it requires a four finger drop, and that's really hard to do on a phone. It's it's really <laughs> it's it's really reliable for Town Hall Eleven dips on Town Hall Tens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of the other ones that just, again, it was not really a surprise, but it is just, just so disappointing as far as, you know, it does have some versatility in the game, is the, the free spell going from uh, <laughs> 1,000 to 1,600, where you look at the other spells and they're, you know, 80 to 100 and, and 140 per level for your haste spell. Uh, healing is seven, 170 to 230. It just, again, it seems so heavy for... I mean, how much are you well, guys using think, free spells? Not much I, I at think, all. Yeah, not much at all. But I think that because uh, th- these numbers have been around for a while now, right? Every update they get they get changed. But freeze has always been really high. It has, and it goes yeah. back to when freeze was a really important spell for town hall tens because it was the only way to combat yeah. inferno towers. Yep. But, so it seems like as the game has evolved. Whoever's doing these, you know, creating these weights needs needs to balance these out as well, and they're not. They've got to take another good hard look at at these. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I think you hit the nail right on the head there, Chuck. Yeah, I know. I, I what I do have here is that uh, the clone spell, the bowlers, um, the the miners, they haven't shown their weights. The baby dragons. These are some of the older numbers from pre-update of those troops. Um, but again. It, this is just a, a great little guide as far as understanding some of the levels and what you're dealing with, what you're upgrading. Um, you know, coming back to all of these people that are upgrading their their accounts. Uh, I don't know how many people I meet in global that you know they ask, you know, what's the next upgrade or what makes sense for either offense or defense. And you say this is just a nice place that I can refer people to. So getting on to our questions here. Um, I guess between Goblin Slayer and J Law, there was a big Twitter argument on who asked the question first. But uh, <laughs> between the two of them, J Law's question was, "What do you think you'd be doing with your time if you had never found Clash?" And Goblin Slayer, who claims to have the earlier question of, "What <laughs> did you do with your now Clash time before the game?" So, blah blah, what what? What would you be doing, or what did you do before Clash came along? If you weren't playing Clash, what 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 was it, or what would it be? Oh, oh I was doing all sorts of healthy things like reading books without <laughs> pictures and, and <laughs> pictures. working out, and you know, I, I drank and not a lot less YouTube. Yeah, for I, hours I, I, at the time. yeah, exactly. I would watch documentaries instead of YouTube videos on how to farm. And uh, and and I drink a lot less Mountain Dew, uh, <laughs> but but I don't know. I'd still trade it in. I, I'm I'm glad I I played, and I'm glad I met all these fine folks. Um, and I'm a little bit sad that I'm taking a little bit of a break, but hopefully I'll reengage in some of that and uh, you know, start reading books without pictures again. 
<laughs> what about you, Chuck? Well, well, I, th- I think I've said this on a podcast before, so I don't want to keep beating the same drum, but I would be watching The Voice. So, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, the whole... It is, oh, it is literally the no, reason we, were, I, we are all glad to keep you away from watching The Voice, Chuck. Yeah, it, it's literally the reason I searched for a new game I could play on my phone or iPad was because my wife was watching The Voice, which is apparently on every single day for four <laughs> hours a day. And I found Clash, and that's how I got into it. Yeah, Chuck, that was on Greenhouse. We talked about that, and you and I live parallel lives. It's either The Voice or Dancing with the Stars, or uh, thank goodness she uh, wife goes to watch The Bachelor at a friend's house, uh, so it's never The Bachelor, but yeah, just a lot of reality TV. Well, <laughs> and this this all started around the time I got married. I was just back from my honeymoon, so <laughs> the last thing I wanted to do was go play a game that took me in a different room. I wanted to still hang out with my wife. So now I can I can be there playing my games while I'm still doing you know time with my wife while she's watching The Voice. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. What about you, Hal? Um, <laughs> honestly, I didn't really trade any of the time because I, I didn't get super heavy involved in Clash until I was an invalid. I was out uh, out of work, out of uh, everything for back surgery, and that really propelled me into the Clash world. Um, it's uh, and, and getting out of that has allowed me to get a good balance. Uh, like currently, I've got a really good balance between game time, clan. Um, uh, logistics, leadership time, and podcast time. I think that uh, everything's been uh, balanced out good, but it was a really weird uh, kind of break from what was pre-clash to post-clash because of uh, being laid up. I mean, I was I was full on laid up when I got into it craziness. So, um, if if I didn't have clash. Oh gosh, I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd probably just be sitting on uh, Discord and trying to talk to all my friends one way or the other. <laughs> How about you, Queen Mom? I would say I spent all kinds of times out on the baseball field, football fields with my two boys. And we did that all spring, summer, fall long and now it's just kind of settled down a little bit. Um, and then, of course, you know, late in the evenings, we'd be um, maybe watching some reality shows like Survivor. I like watching we, You know, ignore half of it. <laughs> and <laughs> then, of course, you know, before I started playing Clash, I was... I played Candy Crush, and then I played... I don't know if you guys ever heard Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. Absolutely. I oh, yeah. Versus Zombies. I love that game. So, yeah, that's what that's what I did. Oh, and, of course, I probably cleaned on my house more than <laughs> what I do now. <laughs> I'm not saying my house is dirty now. I'm just saying that I clean on my house more and probably, you know, you just don't overclean it. You don't clean well, the same spot well, ten times. You're more efficient with your, your cleaning. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think Scuba, Scuba thought I was nuts because, I mean, my house had to be, like, perfect every single day and vacuumed every single day. And now it's I kind of let that go a little bit. 
Good, so, a little temperament to uh, your obsession. Well, it's a little OCD, too. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you talk about, you know, OCD and Clash of Clans. Like, when somebody has, you know, a request out there for troops, it better be filled. Because if it's just sitting there, it drives me crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a little OCD when it comes to kind of all that stuff it's so. the same skill set that uh <laughs> that drives the ocd housekeeper as well as like the consummate farmer you know exactly. it's the need to have right. everything in order and in place it makes complete sense <laughs> yeah. but yeah that's that's what i did before clash and <laughs> but yeah things have settled down so i've had more time and now that winter's coming yeah i'm sure i'll have more time with clash on top of it so well i think think if I wasn't playing Clash, I'd more than likely shoot more deer because <laughs> I was sitting there over the blinds last weekend and I was looking one way and the deer was behind me while I was sitting there playing Clash, donating troops. And it sat there and looked at me while I played for a good couple of minutes before I turned around. It's like, oh, great. So, yeah, I, I might shoot more deer and I might do a little bit more carving, but... Uh, that's. Uh, I don't think I've lost any time. Most of my clash time I spend while I'm supposed to be working, so I I benefit at both ends. It's nice to be paid to clash every once in a while. It, it work <laughs> has been busy, busy is crazy for me. Um, but uh, there were there were there are times where just happened to clash on the clock. <laughs> don't worry, boss. Just don't worry, boss. I get my stuff done. Yeah, it makes you a better worker. It makes you more efficient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure, clears yeah. the mind. It's like it's like gelato clears the palate. Yeah, that, that, see, that's why I take naps at work. It just makes me more productive when I'm awake. Yeah. Amen. It keeps morale up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent, Lava. Oh, I'm gonna miss you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll give Globin Slayer his uh, his own question here. Um, he asks, what's your favorite thing about the Clash experience? And I, sometimes uh, we uh, get asked this, but I think it's always worth bringing up. Uh, Queen Mom, let's start with you. Mine's just the social aspect more than anything. I mean, that that's pretty much, I mean, yeah, I like to do wars every now and then. But if it wasn't for, you know, the my clan and, and the CFF and all the friends you make, even though they're your fake friends, but you know, I don't consider them really fake friends to me. No, it's, we're all real friends. It's yeah. Just, it, it, <laughs> yeah. My wife up until yeah, real. the Chicago live events and especially going to the, the most recent one, they were fake. You, you all were fake friends, but when, <laughs> when you put uh, real faces onto them, uh, it, 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 it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, so no, you are all real friends to me. Yeah, and I agree. And it, it it would make. I think that's what makes it hard for me to just up and quit the game. I just the the social aspect with everybody just keeps me going. So, no, that's just just great. <laughs> what about you, Chuck? Yeah. I I wish I could give a different answer because it would make for better podcast, but it's it's the same. <laughs> it's the people and the friends you make. Um, I mean, the no, game, it's just so obvious. Who cares? It about really podcasts? is. I mean, when, <laughs> when I started playing the game, I got addicted to the game. But you know, that was 
you know, nearly three years ago, and I wouldn't still be playing the game if it wasn't for all the people I've met right. and, and yep. the conversation. And so, yeah, I wish I could give a better answer, but that's that's the truth. Well, here's a, a, I, I'm I'm next on the agenda. I'm sh- I, I I know that uh, Rancid probably has his own ideas, but here's a quick example that I wanted to bring up earlier. Of this is why I continue to play the game. We've got a freaking book club in the CFF. <laughs> did anybody know about this? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, huh? I did not know about this. We've got to like, I, I, I imagine all the, 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 the little bitties with the, the flowered hats talking about what they're <laughs> reading, but uh, no, it's <laughs> awesome. There, the, the, the I think this may have been brought up in some point on this show notes, but I'm not seeing it. But uh, right now we've got uh, three books that we're all uh, voting on on what to read next and discuss and and have conversations that's what i'm talking about as far as social aspects uh and i would i, I i'm going to make a, a quick plug i don't know how nah, this won't come out early enough for the voting to end but uh, i have never read ready player one and have heard such great things about it going back to Scotty and Boneyard talking about it on the OG podcast. Yep, so I've, 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 I've been very happy to see a lot of the NH folks voting for that one. No compulsion involved, but I would love to see that one win. But right now, uh, Ready Player One and another one that I really think would be a great read. Uh, who else is in that chat? Is it the Golden Compass that's running Golden neck Compass, and neck? Yeah. So either way, I think it's going to be a, a great thing to be able to pull out books and talk to each other about that kind of stuff and uh, and get our raids in and farm and, and, and what have you. It's just a new dimension to online friendship. Yes, is is the way that I look at this game. Yeah, one of the, uh, for me, one of the favorite things or or greatest things for me, um, it all comes from trolling global actually, and it's it's when you get that opportunity to actually have a conversation with somebody somewhere else that it doesn't really matter anything about where they're from, who they really are. It, it's just their interest in the game is the same as yours. And you, you make that connection with that that person. And your clanmates, you know, you, you do kind of, I don't know how it, to describe it other than to, you know, the like-minded people attract each other or they gather in yeah. different places. But to just run across that person that has the same interests and, and maybe even takes a little bit of the knowledge that I've gotten. And I made a lot of mistakes in the game. And if I can keep anybody from making that mistake or at least not suffering from it as bad, uh, it, that gives me a... a I don't know, some kind of pleasure that, uh, you know, it makes me still come onto the game. I mean, today I had no reason to log on whatsoever than, than two war attacks. My storages are completely full, like 10 million, 10 million, 200,000. And I'm waiting on builders for two days and the lab for six days. So it was just talk to people in global and, and try and make that connection out there for me. Now, mm-hmm. are you... that? That's awesome. I think that that's a great, and I will randomly get into that mindset where, yeah, I'm going to go on global and and see what is out there. I think that's that's how we met on global one day. Um, Do you normally hang out on Norsk or are you on English? I just hang out on English. 
It's really, yeah. I, I mean, I meet sort of some of the same people on the North server. I mean, it, it seems that um, it's not quite the, the, the people that it was like when you started telling me to, you know, go to the North server. If you want to talk to people who really know about the game and things like that. Um, it's interesting to go there every once in a while, but it, it's, like I say, if you can sort through the trolls and you can, you know, deal with some of the kids, you end up, I, I don't know, more often than not, I've ended up meeting that one little gem in there that, that's worth talking to for a half an hour about the game and how to play or what to do next or, or you know, anything like that. That's and great. Give them some help. Yeah, you're at heart, you're a, you're a teacher, that's why. So, I mean, it makes complete sense. Um, you know, for me, I was thinking about, this question and 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 obviously the, the 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 prominent answer is the people, but more deeply, I, I think think in this experience of of leading the greenhouse and starting the greenhouse, um, the I, I was shocked at how like apt and uh, poignant the le- lessons in leadership that I've had through my job or through anything else really apply to this online silly game for ten year olds. But really, when you get down to it, it's a community of people that you know, need a common set of goals and a common framework. And it's people who are going to disagree at times, but who all, you know, have a good opinion. And you really have to listen and you have to, you know, have rules and be consistent. And I was just shocked looking back on it, how difficult it was, but at the same time, how rewarding it is to see the fruits of cooperation and collaboration and, and everything like that. So that, that's that been, just selfishly, the, the most um, beneficial part for me that I've really enjoyed. Um, and, and the fact that there's a book club is just really astounding. And, and you know, I guess my, my personal two cents, I've read um, The Golden Compass, which is fantastic. I've read uh, Ernest Klein's other book, which is Armada, which is a lot like The Last Starfighter. Uh, really enjoyed it. So yeah, I'll be looking forward to seeing what you what you guys uh, end up picking. <laughs> and and to your first point, blah blah, mm-hmm. I agree one hundred percent. And as the uh, uh, attorney in the room, I would love to figure out uh, how how to have you write up something so that my resume could reflect the leadership in <laughs> game for <Yeah>. ten year olds. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it makes it even more difficult because we do it primarily through the written word. You know, it's we we can't read facial expressions. We don't get on voice a lot. And you guys know as well as I do, if there's like ten people on the voice chat trying to discuss something, nothing ever gets discussed. So what I've I've seen in the evolution of kind of the leadership chats and such is that people will type something, but then you see that somebody's typing and a lot of people will just stop and wait to see what this person has to say before they chime in. And that takes a lot of patience and uh, it it takes a lot of mindfulness and purposefulness on waiting to listen and to formulate your thoughts. And I really don't think that's as common in in a face-to-face interaction. It's a a new skill set that people who are leading online communities actually have to develop. Absolutely. And I think that it does go a long way for leading leadership in the real world uh, just just interaction in the real world yeah yeah that we understand but potential employers potential uh, uh, uh <laughs> colleagues cannot yeah. understand one little bit so oh, yeah. you know i've 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 got this skill that i learned playing this silly game 
conflict <laughs> resolution, you know, coalition yep. building. You know. Exactly. So what you're saying here is that my lawyer will now defend me in playing the game at work is, is you know, I've, I've got legal precedence here or some kind of... <laughs> There, there's always a defense uh, okay. uh, for everything. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we will find the angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, that's definitely my the, the best lesson I've learned from this game. The thing that I've taken away most. Um, the next one that we got here is uh, from Sheldon's Elite. He wants to know where did the CFF uh, clan names come from, and how you touched upon uh, just real briefly earlier that uh, we're putting together sort of a. A family history, I guess, uh, how it all kind of came about from start to finish. And some of the stuff that's already been written up is just amazing. Goblin Slayer really put a good uh, detailed thing in. Um, the Phantom Zone added their stuff. Queen Mom, did you add more? No, I haven't added anything on my end yet. Okay, well, well let the house get a little mine. bit more dirty, and you take care of uh, putting together <laughs> a, a co-sarmonious. We've got, pardon me, we've got a, a, a decent detailed history of of individual clans goblin slayer did put a uh <laughs> a cliff notes version of the entire cff mm-hmm. that we're currently fleshing out and putting more detail to but uh it's it, it it's really interesting on on seeing especially the the really tight history between phantom zone phantom zone 2 and kent Far- the original kent farmhouse more, not necessarily because of the marriage that was involved there, but uh, just the the origin stories are are really awesome, and I ju- I just love how all of these clans came together. With Kosar Maniacs was just you guys were were intense fans of the podcast when we first started out, right. and that's what got got you absorbed in uh the fact that noble hero was kind of a dying clan uh I, I won't say dying but but withering clan when the podcast first came out and was able to to be a, a big part of it so i really really look forward to getting this whole thing played out um and and we'll post it we'll get it out there for all the t- to see yeah, we'll uh, right now it's, it, it's yeah right now it's still all in the in the in the editing phase <laughs> but uh look for it very soon very soon so queen mom how did cosair get its name how did you guys do you know how they kind of decided to come up with that yeah i mean i i didn't start the clan but um cosair maniacs was um named due to um Bernie Kosar, which was from <laughs> Cleveland Browns, and they were um, brothers that, you know, live in Ohio and big Browns fans. So that's how the Kosar Maniacs came about. Okay. I remember I remember doing the arranged war between Phantom Zone and, and Kosar Maniacs, and there was a lot of Bernie Kosar memes. There was, <laughs> and, it, you know, which is fine i mean because that's what kosar maniacs was built off of but you know and i will be the first to admit i'm not a bernie kosar fan i really don't even know who he is i mean besides he was on the browns team um i don't like nfl football i prefer college football so yeah i'm leading the clan of 
Kosar maniacs, but the funniest part about it is is that (laughs) in my mind, yes, I understand. I know who Bernie Kosar is, and I understand the whole uh, backstory. But to me, Kosar maniacs has an identity above and beyond Bernie Kosar. And I don't, I rarely, rarely put the two of them together yeah. unless it's yep. something like that, that range war where it's a perfect opportunity to put uh, some right. memes together. <laughs> exactly. <Right>. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Kosar Manix is just, you know, a clan name to me and mm-hmm. nothing more. And, you know, it, it fits, well, yeah. you know. So. And what about you, Chuck? The Phantom Zone, how did... Maybe you can explain well, a little so, bit how um, that came up. So, yeah, so Phantom Zone started as part of the uh, the family of the original Clash of Clans podcast, and and their family of clans were all named after you know some references to Superman, and so so Phantom Zone is a Superman reference, as is you know Kent Farmhouse, um, House of L, House of Zod, um, then the list goes on. Project Cadmus. Yeah, there was there's, yeah yeah yeah. So yep, it was all Superman references back then. And Phantom Zone was was they were named that because they were not supposed to be publicized. Ah. Yeah, you know, I never really put that together until like ten minutes ago. Um, <laughs> you know, I, when I found out about Phantom Zone was, uh, you know, it had already been around for a few weeks, so I never really figured out that it was supposed to be the secret clan, and it was, you know, the Phantom Zone. So yeah, it, it it's pretty cool. Um, and just you know, going back and writing the history of Phantom Zone was was a pretty fun experience too. I mean, it only took, you know, half an hour of what should have been work time, but it was, uh, it was good to rehash all the, uh, the kind of milestones in the history of, of, uh, our clan. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I really look forward to, to getting that all published. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for uh, K2, I mean, it was just an extension at Kent farmhouse, which was, you know, as far as when anybody I meet in global, they say, Oh, you're just a farming clan. I said, no, no, no. We're we're the birthplace of Superman. That's all there is to it. No, no, no. He was born on Krypton. Right. No, he wasn't born. It, it was the yellow rays of the sun that made him Superman. He wasn't affected by those until the pot opened. So therefore, he was born on Kent Farmhouse. I will argue that until I die, <laughs> my dying day. <laughs> and and I cannot. That is perfect. Perfect logic. Uh, perfectly logical argument. The comic book people will probably, you know, they'll trash me on Twitter and say, oh, you're wrong because you're stupid. And I'll say, yeah, but this is what I believe anyway. So whatever. (laughs) It's my argument in global when, you know, things are going well. I just say, you know, whatever. Um, Same with the greenhouse. They're basically just an extension, aren't they? Blah, blah. Yeah. Greenhouse was was easy. We talked about it um, a long time ago. And, you know, I was kicking around ideas of figuring out how to you know, incorporate kind of this growth and development. And I was thinking, well, what about like, you know, Kent Nursery? And that that sounded a little bit too diminutive. So yeah, Greenhouse seemed to work. But I was kind of upset because when I was like looking for, for Twitter handles, there actually is a Kent Greenhouse somewhere. I think it's in Connecticut or something like that. And like they have the Kent Greenhouse Twitter. And I'm like, oh, come on. You know, and they never use it either. Uh, but I, I've got it. Uh, <laughs> you sound a little uh, salty. Yeah, I, I, there, there's still a part of me that that's bothered by it, but I'm I, I'm doing my best to move on. Uh, well, it was it's funny when uh, back with the original Kent Green or Kent Farmhouse, how many players we would get from not even from global that would go and search for Kent because they lived in Kent, England. 
<laughs> so I'm surprised nice. that the, the Kent greenhouse is in Connecticut. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or somewhere in the Northeast. I'll, Chuck, I'll have you visit it. I'll get you the address and you can shake him down. <laughs> I, for actually the Twitter. Was looking, I was Googling Kent greenhouse the other day and saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is Connecticut. I think you're right. Yeah. It's just like this, probably this sweet older couple that just wants to landscape and, and they probably don't even know what clash of clans is, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> let's get them hooked. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how, do you remember back, uh, geez, it'll be almost two years ago, maybe a, a year and a half, the clan we had made for members' kids. Do you remember what the name of that was? Oh, gosh. That was the Kent. Uh, I, I don't remember because it was it was a, a, an utter disaster. <laughs> the, the Kent Barnyard or Kent, <laughs> Kent Garden or something like that. I, I was trying to think of that the other day. Yeah, no, I remember. We, I remember starting that, but yeah, it was a complete and utter disaster. So it's one of those things where your memory just wipes out tragic uh, uh, memories. Well, it's how we kind of evolved, I think, into the adults only family of clans. It's that was just like the, you know, the scar that said, <laughs> yeah, "No, let's much. just move to twenty-one plus, and everything becomes a little easier." And but, uh, what about Noble Hero? How do you have the backstory for the name? Oh gosh, um, we did put together a pretty detailed history because there was uh, there was some stuff that we were working with uh, uh, Clash Clans on potentially being part of an advertising program. So uh, it was it was born basically. I think that they, they, they if if I remember correctly because obviously I wasn't around for the birth of the clan is that they started out with just heroes and there was so many thousand of clans with the name heroes that they uh, added the noble portion to it because they wanted to kind of rise above the, uh, the other heroes (laughs) clans. Um, so that's where the, the namesake came from. And then for the rest of the history, you'll just have to wait until uh, we all publish them. Okay, super. All right. Well, for our last question, and uh, just because he's a sponsor doesn't mean that he gets a question on. He just managed to get one in last week that we missed. Um, Jezza asks, what made you all choose the in-game names that you have? Uh, let's start with the nice, easy one. Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> Well, my name was born out of a complete lack of creativity. <laughs> so I, I thought it was your, my real your name. favorite type of beef. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it is the name of my mini account, and which is uh, that was kind of an accident. I wasn't trying to make a mini account at the time, but sure enough, I did. But yep. So yep, just just no creativity. Why not? I got a good name. I'll stick with it. <laughs> that's awesome uh, okay, sometimes well, those are the best alright with that lack of creativity I remember when I talked <laughs> to Jamie a, a little over a year ago and it, kind of the same situation you know your, your Nick is you know just kind of super boring and super uncreative is there something that you would change it to <laughs> so um, I did make so okay so uh, this is kind of going into the next question but I do also play Clash Royale and my mini account in that, I finally decided to go with something different. And I changed it. I went with uh, Chazzle Dazzle, which is a reference to Blades of Glory, if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> yes. 
Excellent. Yeah, you remember the scene? It's a great scene. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Loblaw? Oh, mine comes from a uh, a love of Arrested Development, the TV show. Uh, Scott Bayo's character, his name is Bob Loblaw, and he has a Loblog, so it's Bob Loblaw Loblog. And I just thought that was super appropriate for the career field that I'm in. It's just a lot of blah, 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 blah. So um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. still one of my favorite series. I, I Because I'm sort of introducing the show and all that stuff, I don't get to see On Young anymore, one of my favorite characters in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was thinking, well, if I ever do mini accounts, I should have them all Arrested Development characters like Mr. F or Tobias or Anyoung. But then I'm just like, uh, I don't, I don't think anybody's going to understand. <laughs> so just it just wasn't. Uh, it just kind of stopped there. <laughs> you would have to name the clan that everybody, all the characters are in. You know, something to do with the the blue, like Bluth Enterprises or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or Banana Stand or something like the that. The Banana yeah. Stand <laughs> that would be perfect. Yes. Yeah. But you know, there's so money um, in the banana stand. there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> so when I, I so I took my um, accounts out of greenhouse and uh, I just wanted to park them somewhere. So I just formed a, a just a throwaway clan and it's called Sudden Valley. It's like the uh, the the neighborhood development that uh, Michael Bluth is trying to develop. He's like the Sudden Valley. Uh, how does that sound for a neighborhood? They're like, ah, it seems kind of like uh, you know, like uh, like it just came. Came out of nowhere, you know, and that's kind of what this clan is because it's going to disappear as soon as I rejoin the family. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hal? Oh, I think we've gone over this uh, numerous times. I actually uh, started using Halligan as a game name back when I was a firefighter paramedic because the Halligan bar is a, a forcible entry tool that is so versatile. And it just sounds cool. Halligan. So I started using that name, heck, back on one of the first uh, um, MUD games, multi-user dimensions on AOL. Uh, and it just kind of stuck with me as uh, as time went on. So when I start any new game, that's usually what I use is Halligan. And it's not out there very often. So... Uh, I, I'm usually able to get it, even if the, even if they are limited, and uh, the rest is history. I'm a tool. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Queen Mom? Oh, mine's pretty simple. I mean, Mom is because I am a mom to three kids, and Queen is just, I guess, the- because they better listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queen of my own castle, so I just put all that together, and there you go. Yep, well, it's crazy. Jezza did ask uh, as well. Uh, why is Queen Mom so awesome? <laughs> Holy crap! That went more viral than any of these <laughs> questions. Yeah, yeah, everybody wants to know why Queen Mom is so awesome. So. And, and I don't think I can answer that. There will be riots if we don't answer this question. Yeah, I don't think I could answer that myself. I, I wouldn't know what to say. Some things just are. There's no explanation. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Jezza got his answer. It's just because I am, I guess. <laughs> it, it, it is constant of the universe, kind of like uh, uh, C is the speed of light, and that's a constant of the universe. Queen Mom is awesome. <laughs> Done. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know if uh, mine are completely pleasant, but both my <laughs> game names come from basically the same experience where uh, we'd uh, been out hunting bullfrogs and we uh, shot one up a little bit too much in the hind legs and we couldn't use it. So we buried that thing and two weeks later it was uh, a dead bullfrog that was rancid meat. So... <laughs> Uh, like Hal, I've been using that name Rancid Meat for a very long time now since almost uh, my complete online experience has been under that handle Uh, (laughs) if I were to make another account, I always said it would be Sour Milk, I think that that's just a (laughs) great name and if I had the time for a fourth account um, it, it it would probably be like Bad Santa or something like that, where he had zero donations. I just never gave a truth. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> that was the only purpose of that 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 account was to just get troops from people and never give back. Screw <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> oh, so Chuck, you said you play Clash Royale. Where are you at in the game? Uh, completely hooked on it. What, um, what tower are you? I'm a, I'm a level ten, hovering around four thousand trophies. Wow, good for you. I yeah, <laughs> I I play a lot. I say, um, and I've got I got a mini in CFF Deep Dish that uh, is a level eight, and that's somewhere around twenty six hundred or so. Yeah, you're still doing better. Well, when the next time you see me in game, let me. Tell me what you're using for a deck because I just can't put anything together lately that wins anything. I'm just struggling with mine, and maybe I can make some improvements. So, um, sure, yeah. Not that I really know. I'm having I'm having trouble too lately. But you're 1,200 trophies higher than me, so I can say that you don't suck as bad as I do, at least. <laughs> well, um, I, I play a lot, so nice well, experience. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, but. Um, what about you, Queen Mom? Do you play anything else other than the Clash? No, not really. Okay. I stopped playing Clash Royale a long time ago. Yeah, even Hal did, so. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, well. It's a different yeah, kind I'm of the, mentality. I, I'm the only member of the uh, Noble Hero Clan, uh, and I have not logged in in months, probably. The one thing they did recently that I really enjoy in the game is that when you're doing the friendly challenges in clan and, and even doing the, the tournament challenges, um, they've even the playing field. So even if your cars are low level, the person that you're in your clan that you're battling, which is the most fun for me, I, those matches go longer. We have more fun. You know, everybody's into it. Um, your cards are all evened out. So even if you've got a weak card, it, it boosts it. So maybe you're going to get a little better and you're not having to go up against anything other than maybe a card that you don't have. But a level one prince becomes a level four prince. Um, you know, a, a, a level two golem gets increased up to, to four. So you get to be on a little bit more level of a playing field. And it, it, like I said, I find it a lot more fun doing those. And that was sort of, again, the just playing against the clanmates was more what I enjoy out of that game than anything else. The, you know, go out and farm your your chess up every day is just a sort of a, a tedium that you got to do to get cards or anything like that. But, um, Loblaw, what are you playing yes. right now? 
Uh, I'm I'm cutting off all mobile games for a little bit until I get everything squared away. But um, and and maybe I'll read a book again. Um, cut out Mountain Dew. Uh, so that's that's the main goals here. <laughs> you, you're not Ready even going to have like a, Come on, get in the book club chat and uh, vote for it. You're not you're not even going to have like a <laughs> little kidding. side distraction like Candy Crush or Cookie Crush or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll go back to like tetris on the game boy or something something <laughs> something simple <laughs> and hal i know you don't have much time but have you picked up anything else electronically not or even a board thing. game not a thing i uh the only game that i will uh, occasionally pull out on my tablet because i, I i've t- taken all games besides clash off of my phones um but i've left risk speaking of board games uh, there's a an online uh, or an Android version of Risk that I'll I'll play on occasion. Uh, or uh, okay, help me out, old folks here. Is it Karatika or is it Karatika? The old old Apple IIe game. I think oh. it's Karatika. That's what I that's thought. The, yeah, that's what I say. I say it's Karatika. Anybody else say Karatika? Not a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure that there's listeners out there that, that know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. But it was a game that I had for my old Apple IIe uh, when I was a kid that there is an Android version of it that every once in a while I'll pull it out and uh, and run through the old 16-bit uh, music. But uh, beyond that, no. There's there's nothing I'd uh, I'd prefer to do than hang out with the folks that I know in Clash. Uh, if anybody knows of one, or they see and contact me at any time. One of the Nintendo classics, or they see them up for sale. I gotta find one. I need one for my wife so that I can Clash more. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you referring to the new one or the original? The the new one that's coming out that's about the size the of the controller itself out, yeah. comes preloaded with about thirty games. Yeah, it and looks stuff. pretty awesome. Yeah. I, it, that's, the, that's the price is right epic. for it, I think. And yep, it's just they've been sold out, pre sold out for months. You can't find them anywhere. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, if you get that though, I, I, I if my brother in law has like an emulator with all those games. They're just not as fun as they used to be. Like especially after you've been spoiled with all your games. Yeah, I don't know. I I will I, I will disagree with that. Really? Because, <laughs> yes. My, my we we've had Wii systems in our house for years, and I will go back to playing Metroid or Kid Icarus any day of the week. I will sit down and play those rather than like with with the Wii U. We've got all of these great new games i would rather switch to the uh, uh the, the emulator system and play one of those old games than one of the new games they're fun they're fun going back and doing that stuff yeah my reaction time doesn't have to be as fast for a lot of that stuff <laughs> <laughs> you know one of the things i don't know have you tried punch that? out recently it's oh. <laughs> they, they they there is settings on the the new uh, classic whatever the whatever they're calling it where it will not only fit and and operate well on your HDMI big screen, it's set so that as more graphics get on 
to the screen, it slows down just like the original NES as you got more graphics going. It just couldn't keep up and started bogging down. They have not increased the ROM capacity for, for that kind of stuff. Oh. It's pretty. It, it, for everything that I've heard about, about it, it is cool as heck. Yeah, and it is not reality TV. So at exactly. least I, I can play Clash and I can listen to Mario Brothers in the background or whatever. It doesn't matter, but it's not The Bachelor it's or not it's The not, Bachelor. Yeah, no, sorry to <laughs> any of the reality TV, but it it's not that, and that makes me happy. So, um, all right, well, we're getting close to the end here. We'll uh, do a little bit of shout-outs here. Queen Mom, you want to start? Yeah, I'll go ahead and start. Um, I know I already shouted out Goblin Slayer for helping with the Halloween event. Um, and then all my co-leaders and all my maniacs. But I think the one I really want to shout out this time is actually my daughter, Lolly. Um, she is... Kind of taking a long break from Clash, and I just wanted to thank her for, you know, being in the clan and being supportive, and, and you know, she was always positive, and um, I'm going to miss her. I mean, not that I'm going to miss her, because I'll see her, you know, I'll see her every day, talk to her every day, you know, in real life, but um, I just wanted to shout her out, and um, she she helped make the clan positive and um she's just a wonderful kid and i love her and i just wanted to shout her out for that oh excellent very nice very sweet what about uh you Lobla? well you know uh, as as everybody knows there is just an election over here so i just want to shout out no matter who you voted for i want to shout out all the people that took the time to actually vote uh and unfortunately the numbers were low but uh, you know having been in places like in the third world in Afghanistan where people are fighting for the right to vote or, you know, just not taken seriously. I really, really truly appreciate all the people who went out and actually voted. So uh, shout out to you guys and thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah. I think the turnout was uh, less than 30% this year, wasn't it? Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah. It was pretty sad. Um, I will shout out all of my co-leaders. They all know who they are. The uh, there there there's some that uh, are more involved than others, but anybody who gets that title for me is a huge huge help in Noble Hero, and specifically I want to shout out Nick, who is our newest co-leader, um, and he will be putting together some uh, uh, sign up sheets for our two uh, hundredth two hundredth win, hopefully hopefully. Sign up sheets to be involved with uh, the potential 200th win. Sweet. What about you, Chuck? Uh, I want to shout out um, TC. Uh, she has been a longtime member and co-leader of Phantom Zone. She has filled, I think, every war clan castle in every war we've done in the last year and a half. Um, she's, uh, if, if you've, I know probably most people haven't ever watched our YouTube videos from Big Dog, but he refers to her as the grandmother of class. So she has uh, like a half a dozen grandkids. Um, and she's getting, she's getting, she's not quite retirement age yet, but she's getting up there. So um, she's just, uh, she's amazing. She's like everybody's favorite person in the clan. That is great. And and you mentioned Big Dog's YouTube videos. Uh, absolutely check those out. Uh, 
I don't have the. Do you have the address, Chuck? I think it's Phantom Zone Big Dog. Maybe okay. I don't know if it's all one word, or if you search for it, you'll find it. Yes. Yeah, so, so search Phantom Zone on YouTube. Uh, he's got some good stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he really does. He does. A good job. He he uh he his emulator went or his uh, blue stacks went down for a while, so he hadn't made videos for a little while. But he's back up and running again. Good. Yep. I was watching one of his videos uh, just what was it uh, yesterday? The, I think for my war attack. And uh, yeah, I didn't quite manage to pull off like what he showed, but I tried. <laughs> um, my shout out today is uh, well, I got two, but the first one is uh, for Sue's uh, Hell on Heels. She suffered a, a tragic loss in the last three weeks. Um, she's just lost her partner and and trying to literally put together a bunch of pieces now that are all broken. And our heart goes out to her for her loss. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in the show notes the uh, the link for her GoFundMe account to try and help pay for services and finding a new place to live and getting a new vehicle and just trying to get back on her feet. Um, I wish her the best. And like I say, if anybody else has the opportunity to help, I know it's this time of year is gets a little rough, but. Uh, she was a big part of K2 for quite a few months. She came over to us and she taught us a lot. And she was a big part of just the social aspect of the clan. And we really appreciated having her around. And even though she's moved on to um, the One High family, you know, she still is remembered by a lot of our members. And hopefully we can remember her. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other one is a little bit of a lighter note. Uh, somebody was telling me this the other day after looking at the, the underside of the cap. According to Snapple, the Hawaiian pizza is actually a Canadian event. So I, this still doesn't, you know, stop or quell any Hawaiian pizza discussions, but now we at least have some facts upon it as to where it all started. It didn't uh, start in Snapple. In Hawaii, it started in. Hey, it's got to be. It's under the cap. It's more reliable than the internet. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, that's like Wikipedia. It's got to be true. Yeah, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I mean, hell, it's it, it. You order Hawaiian pizza; it comes with ham and Canadian bacon. Nobody knows what Canadian bacon is besides Canadians. So, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, if it were really Hawaiian pizza, it'd be like there'd be spam on it. Ew. Spam, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's what they eat in Hawaii. Yeah, they spam is yeah, yeah. Spam, spam, green eggs and spam. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, listen, guys, on, on a final note, I really just want to uh, say thank you to you, Hal and Rand, for all the work you guys do behind the scenes, having seen it firsthand. It's 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 a Herculean effort. And you guys uh, handle it with grace and uh, really appreciate all your hard work. And thanks for giving the greenhouse some uh, airtime. And that really helped the clan grow. And it really was just uh, a fantastic experience for me personally. So uh, with it's, it's always an unsaid shout out for all the hard work you guys do behind the scenes and all, all the opportunities you provide. So thank you very much. Well, you're, you're more than welcome. And it was uh, so glad to have you, you know, put out some content and to, it, I'm kind of proud to have you do it under the CFF name. And, um, you know, for what it's worth, I, if there's somebody else in the family that, that feels that they've got, you know, uh, some content that they want to provide. Um, I'd like to, you know, give them the opportunity. We've got the, the feed already going. Um, our, our sponsors are, are paying for it. So to put up a little bit more content under the CFF, uh, name is, is 
uh, it's really not that that hard to do once the the product is produced so it absolutely doesn't have to be like a new greenhouse or whatever i mean i i came up with that idea and and baz kind of had the same idea and then uh ran you you were the one that kind of helped put it all together so um yeah if there's any other people out there with an idea come with it fully formed you know or, or with a good idea and how to execute it and and these two will help you help you figure it out yeah we're more than happy to so again. oh i'm so glad i wasn't chewing on sunflower seeds i might have just choked on one <laughs> 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 no thank you uh yeah but good deal, guys. Thanks so much. And really, really uh, happy that I could share this uh, kind of last episode for a while with y'all. Yeah, no, I'm, we're glad that you, you came in. It's, it's been a lot of fun having you around. Like I say, maybe you'll come back to K2 once you uh, yeah. have a little bit more time. Come day. to Phantom Zone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in one capacity. This is definitely not a retirement. It's just a short hiatus. Sabbatical. A sabbatical. Yeah. Sabbatical, exactly. That's a great way. We will miss you, Blah Blah. You've been... Um... Ever since you started your your podcast, you've been one of my favorite podcast hosts I've ever heard in any in any capacity, not just Clash of Clans. So, oh, that's high praise. You need to listen to more podcasts. But thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. Again, I'm glad I don't have sunflower seeds in my mouth. (laughs) Hell would be dead by now. Hook up the shop back to him and see if we can suck him out and leave his lungs in place. <laughs> All right, so uh I guess that's about it for the show. Um if you want to get in touch with us uh through Twitter, uh the websites or anything like that, you can go to www.theclashfiles.com. Uh you can email the show at www or sorry, it's uh the clash files podcasts at gmail.com. Um the Patreon site is www.patreon.com forward slash the clash files podcast and uh what else uh halligan you are at halligan clash on twitter um the greenhouse itself under uh fish can be contacted at kgh podcast um queen mom you're at queen mom 38 chuck do you have a Twitter? I do. It's uh, Chuck underscore PZ, but um, I don't ever really post anything. So, <laughs> well, just follow him anyway, in case, in case he's got that that nugget that just pops out. <laughs> not miss it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great. I, trust me. Or yes. you just want to creep on him for no reason at all. You know. That too. Um, <laughs> you can see a picture of my dog. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Uh, you can creep mine at, uh, R-A-N-C-1-D-M-3-A-T, if you can remember all of that. Um, and the show is, of course, at The Clash Files. Have I forgotten anything, folks? Nope. Just, uh, give a big shout out to Jezza and, uh, e- the Eagle. Uh, follow them at the, at Clash Watch or at Music by Jezza see what they're up to and uh that's it yeah i've got the links to their apps and their twitter information in the show notes um i've got the link to the metaviver uh contribute uh, page uh, in regards to the the uh, uh breast cancer awareness i'll add the uh movember link and i've got the link for hell on heels as well in here um i think that's it so 
That's our show today. We hope you've enjoyed listening. For Queen Mom, Loblaw, Chuck and Hal, I'm Rancid Meat, and this Clash Files is closed. Cause you change everything we ever knew From witches to poison and the queen walk too Whoa, I've been wrong, I was wrong Been down all night, way too long Been to hearts and valkyries I'll push that button and Guys, I've doubted you For the things you've chosen not to do Do you have my best interest in your heart? I still don't get the border with all you got Whoa, I've been wrong, I've been wrong Then it's a whole night, way too long Button and believe in you again. Superstar is such a mystery. You hide away from your community. I was losing all the faith I had, but this time I've been has made me glad. Push the button and believe in you Whoa, I've been wrong I was wrong Been a downhill night Way too long You've been mods and bots And gave us back the race So I'll push the button and believe in you again I'll push the button and believe in you again I'll push that button and believe in you again. Having to go to the emergency room for a sunflower seed, oh, that must have been painful. Kind of comical at the same time. You know, now that we know he's okay. <laughs> well, right. When I when he was telling me about it, you know, what the difficulty was, I was wondering, you know, like, did, what would you do? And I'd say, well, just get out the shop vac and hook it up to your mouth, plug your nose and... <laughs> See if you can vacuum it out. I mean, hopefully you don't vacuum your lungs inside out, but... Looking for a way to connect with the Clash of Clans community? 
guarantee of finding more Clash content. Then yeah, go ahead and check out the Clash Watch app. Um, with that app, you can search the Clashifieds, and you can even find a Clashified for the Phantom Zone. Um, and you can find other clans looking for members just like you, and also who play in your area and find you know Clash events, live events. There are directories for podcasts and YouTubes, so you can find the best class content and strategy guides. Um, the directories are constantly being updated too, so you can you know it stays fresh as as new content providers come out. It's great. And Clash Watch is available for iOS and Android now. Just search Clash Watch and look for the swords and shield. Excellent for our first run at a commercial. Wow. It's not too not too bad at all. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate that. And uh, I was talking to Jesse today about sort of the plan what we were going to do, and I think he was uh, on board and happy that uh, you guys are doing it for him. So thank you again. Um, Always happy to help Jazza. Definitely yes. Always. Yep. <laughs> 